from the Ticats Audio Network. This is Ticats Today. Yes, it is. Ticats Day for a Tuesday, June the 21st, 2022, the first day of summer. And man, does it feel like it. A heat warning in effect for the city of Hamilton. And uh, I am... I'm at Tim Hortons Field right now. We were at McMaster earlier for practice for Ticats because right now I am watching a, a very hardworking crew get Tim Hortons Field ready for the Arkell show on Saturday. Yeah, the rally. Uh, Arkell's playing here Saturday, so the Ticats will be practicing at McMaster for the next few days before they take off for Winnipeg and take on the Bombers Friday night. Coverage right here on the Ticats Audio Network. Up. Uh, Coming up on today's show, we are going to hear from Coach Orlando Steinauer, as we always do. We'll hear from Simone Lawrence as well, and I'll go one-on-one with Tyler Ternowski. He was activated off the six-game injured list in time for practice today down at McMaster. Uh, and so we will uh, we'll hear from Tyler and how he's doing on his return to the football field coming up in today's show. Uh, a couple of news and notes to tell you about. One is that Tyler Ternowski was activated off the six-game injured list. I do have the Ticats Week 3 injury report here in my hands, and I can tell you that Cariel Brooks did not practice. Alex Fontana did not practice. Don Jackson's dealing with a knee issue. He did not practice today. Cam Kelly was limited on day one. Didn't really. Pr- the Ticats didn't have a practice yesterday. They have to put out the injury report. Uh, Cam Kelly was limited. He was a full participant uh Today, Dane Evans was a full participant. Kyle Saxland did not practice. Dylan Wynn, who missed last week's game, he was a full participant today. So that's a great sign. Uh, Wes Hills was a full participant. Uh, he was a healthy scratch. Anthony Johnson as well. Uh, Felix Garangotier did not practice today. He was limited on day one. He did not practice today. Uh, meanwhile, Trey Crawford, Tyrone Riley, Tim White, Pat Nelson, Malik Irons, uh, they were all full participants. Bailey Feltmate is dealing with a neck injury. He did not practice today. Uh, And Alden Darby Jr., he was sick, but he was a full participant on the injury report. So that is the Ticats Week 3 injury report for Day 2 going into their game against the Riders, excuse me, against the Bombers in Winnipeg. They've already faced the Riders. That didn't go well. I don't like these these out west trips to start the year. (laughs) Uh, last year, it was very similar. Two straight road trips, or two straight road games. Uh, so uh, they are in Winnipeg to take on the Bombers on Friday. And of course, full coverage of that game right here on the Ticats Audio Network. Another th- piece of news I did want to pass along. Not Ticats related per se, but uh, the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, which we got to celebrate the inductees this past weekend. Uh, They have welcomed their distinguished class of 2022. Yes, five players and three builders will join the Canadian Football Hall of Fame here at Tim Hortons Field. Quarterback Ricky Ray, linebacker Chip Cox were first ballot Hall of Famers, and they'll be joined in the player category by kicker Paul McCallum, fullback Tim Tyndale, and Dick Thornton, who played on both offense and defense. To be inducted into the builder category, former CFL head coach Dave Ritchie, Calgary Colts founder and former general manager Keith Evans, and longtime CFL team executive Roy Shivers. So the call to the hall uh, for those gentlemen. So congratulations to those uh, five players, three builders, and friend of the show, 
And for the first time since 2019, uh, the Canadian Football Hall of Fame media wing is adding two new members and friend of the show, Glenn Suter and Ed Wills. Uh, but Glenn Suter, <laughs> not, not to take away from Ed at all, amazing accomplishment, but uh, Glenn Suter, I'm so excited uh, for my friend to be inducted into Canadian Football Hall of Fame. I am literally... I see the media wing every single day that I'm here at Tim Hortons Field, and it'll be great to see his name and his face uh, at the uh, the media wing here at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, so very cool news. Always nice. And uh, we all saw what happened on uh, the weekend as Coach O was inducted into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, Mike Walker as well, uh, joining the 2020 and 2021 classes. Uh, here is Coach O. Here's what he had to say at, after practice today. We just go to work. Mood's fine. Like everybody's, everybody's ready to go. Everybody's upbeat. There's, uh, you know, the record is what it is. We, like I said, we're just moving forward. Like uh, we just got to keep getting better. Well, yeah, that's always that's the beginning. You know, that was when it was we were zero and zero, right? Before anything happened, you know, it, it was the message when we were four and zero, right? We still, it's a long season. We can't, you couldn't be, we couldn't be complacent. So we're just really focused on the process. To be honest with you, it's it's just about going out there every day and going to work. Same football team, well coached. I think they're great up front on both sides of the ball, which allows you know everything else to flow. Right, the game always starts up there, and and then you know the receivers, and you add the quarterback, and you add DBs, and you know they fly around. They're 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 champions. You know a lot of them, not the the whole roster, but the majority of them are. So they found a way to win. You know two two hard fought games, and uh, early on you don't really know how what your football team is and I thought they've done a good job but yeah they'll be ready to play it's it's a it's a great environment and you know we're just embracing it I'm excited to go out there yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes you know he's you know he's got to get into game shape and that but he's been he's a tireless worker he's a tough he's a tough kid so you know I thought he looked good out there today I think he'll sleep well tonight he got a lot of reps and was running around pretty good but uh, we'll see just what we try to bring in. He's a high character individual and he's very consistent. Uh, I think uh, Tyler's a self-starter. You know, he was in here in the off season in the weight room. He loves football. He'll do whatever's asked of him. Uh, you know, he really worked on his, you know, receiving skills and his, his knowledge of the game. Uh, he's always tough. That's why he was able to be on the roster last year. I think he was only maybe not active a week or two. And that's because he was a willing contributor on special teams. And you don't always find that, you know. I think, uh, you know, even Keandre stepped in that role this year and, and, and done a fantastic job for us. But uh, it's early. So, you know, with Tyler, uh, none of it surprises me. And that's not to discredit it. It's just because, you know, we, we know him from the inside out and daily. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there's, there's no thoughts. We lost. Uh, we did some outstanding things. Uh, we're not into moral victories. We're a no-excuse football team. But if you think we didn't do anything positive, uh, we, we highlighted those too. Well, we always the, – the elephant in the room is the final result on the scoreboard. But there was so much good, so much improvement from a week ago. So we're just trying to get better every week. It's got to show up in the win column. column excuse me. Uh, we know that, but we don't focus on that. So uh, we took a lot of positives from the game. Uh, definitely disappointed with whatever emotion you want to throw onto there. But, you know, you better not sulk too much because, uh, you know, we're going to Winnipeg. That is the head coach and president of football ops for the Ticats, Orlando Steiner, as he spoke after practice today.
day. Uh, and a reminder, full scrums available at tycats.ca. Uh, we also had a chance to catch up with Simone Lawrence after practice today. And again, it was a hot one down here at, uh, well, down at McMaster. Um, and it's still a hot one here at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, but we started our conversation or we started our, our chat, post-practice chat with Simone. No, was it hot enough for you, Sim? It was perfect out there. Like we enjoyed that weather. Um, we thrive in any kind of conditions, and we were looking forward to going out there and getting some work in. Especially after we got a short week, you know, that was the perfect day for us to go out there and get some work in. Um, at the end of the day, we went in and we um, started the way we wanted to start. You know, the way that we thought we were going to start. You know, we went into that game understanding that Calgary was a good team, but we thought that if we did our call alignment assignment belief and execution that we would be fine and you know we jumped out on them early going into halftime coach Orlando stressed on us he said listen you got to keep your foot on these guys neck you know because you know Calgary they're one of those teams that always you know come back and stuff like that and you know it wasn't a thing about being um scared or anything but it was just preparation for us you know and for whatever reason we came out there and we didn't handle business the way we were supposed to against a good Calgary team. And, you know, that's just unacceptable, especially home opener. You know we don't lose shit like that. So that was a little frustrating. But at the end of the day, it's all learning. I'm glad it's happening now than later when, you know, it's cold out and you're trying to get some extra checks and get people fed a little more. But, you know, we're still learning from all of it. And it feels, it feels great to have an opportunity to race that against the Great Cup champs this week. Um, they're they're a well put together uh, offense, you know. They're um, plug and play type. Um, Zach's definitely the engine over there. He gets them going. Um, he makes wild throws. He's not scared to make the big throw, whether you know if it's in traffic or you know he's going to trust his arm. He has some escapability. Um, he doesn't scramble out to run as much, but he's he has great escapability. Um, his footwork's really good in the pocket. Um, they're, they have a running game. Um, their receivers are a good group of guys. They got a good group of defense, but like, it's perfect. It's just what we want, you know? You get them on their full strength. Uh, the way I stay positive is like, we're 0-2 and we got 18 games, you know? And I played in the CFL for what, like nine years. There's times we were 0-6 and still went to the Great Cup. So it's like, it's all perspective for me and understanding the flow of the CFL and understand that as long as we're progressing and getting better each week, like there was a massive improvement from week one to week two. And that's all you want to do throughout the CFL season is keep improvement, improving, improvement. And eventually the wins are going to show on the on the record board. But I'm just proud of the guys of the improvement. We definitely not perfect or where we want to be, but we definitely improved from week one to week two and that's our main goal. That is Simone Lawrence as we caught up with him after practice today. And uh, I mean, he is a vet every sense of the word and there is no panic on this team with this team despite the 0-2 start. And I know some fans are, are, have very strong opinions and obviously it doesn't help when you lost the game the way they did on Saturday here in their home opener. But there's a lot of football left to play, 16 games, including one on Friday when they travel to Winnipeg to take on the Bombers. As mentioned, some good news on the injury front for the Ticats as it was announced that Tyler Ternowski had been activated off the six-game injured list. Very cool to see that coming back early, obviously, as we haven't played six games yet. But a great sign to see Tyler Ternowski 
back out there at practice today. He's going to work his way back and hopefully uh, get into the lineup on Friday. But we had a chance to catch up with Tyler after practice, a little one-on-one here. And uh, we started our conversation with Tyler just by talking about being back out there and how he was feeling. Uh, feel great. Uh, conditioning's there. Got enough practice today on the scout reps and on uh, every kind of other offensive play get in there. Specials feel good. Just trying to get my feedback under me right now. Yeah. Had you gone through an injury like this before in your career? Uh, not an AC joint. I've done, I uh, broke my collarbone on that side a couple times, but never related to football. Always like kind of some other injury in some other sport. But yeah, that this side is a little bit banged up, but it's feeling a lot better right now. What was it like to be back out there? Good. I hate watching practice. I hate just standing there and not being able to go out on the field and do stuff. So being off the six game and being able to go back out there was awesome blessing. And when you see uh, your receivers, your fellow receivers have big games like they did on uh, Saturday mm-hmm. and Tim White, Braylon, Pappy, they had big, big games that motivate you a little bit more. Oh, yeah. You know, those are the guys that I'm chasing to be like, you know, those are the starters right now. And what we got right now is working. We had about 500 games off, 500 yards of offense last game. So what we're doing is working. We just got to finish. And we have the right guys. We just got to finish. You got hurt, like, early in camp. Yeah, day four. It was, like, day one, day two? Day four. Day four. So do you feel like you have to catch up, or was that kind of what you've been doing the last little bit? Uh, no, nah, not, not really catch up in, like, the playbook. It was more just keep up in my conditioning. Uh, the playbook hasn't been that much of an issue for me this year. It was definitely a lot more comfortable for me coming in with Dane, being with Dane all offseason and throwing. So coming in and kind of having a grasp of where I'm going to be, what I'm going to do. So when I had that time off, the first bit I was just coaching. Like I was just telling guys in training camp like what they got like everywhere. So it was just keeping me involved. And then when we got here, it was just keeping my conditioning up. Because I know all these guys out there know what they're doing. At least they should. And yeah, it's just keeping my conditioning up with them. So when I did come back, I can keep running. What's the mood like with this team 0-2 right now? Uh, hungry. We know this isn't the. This is just the beginning of the season. Last year, look at our look at our schedule. Last year, we 0 and 2 in the first bit. Not what we wanted, of course, but O always says it. The only thing you're guaranteed is adversity and PVR mindset. We just got to see it before we see it, and we'll be we'll be two and one this week. If not, we'll see. Uh, and you're going into Winnipeg. It's a tough place to play. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting uh, against the Bombers? I'm expecting a loud crowd. I'm expecting their defense to be sound. Everyone knows our front four is one of the best front fours or front sevens in the league. And they've proven that the last couple of years, two-time defending Great Cup champions. So we know what we got to go in. We respect our opponent, but that doesn't mean we're shying away from anything. We're going to run, punch them in the mouth, and that's all we got to do. And that is Tyler Ternowski as we caught up with him after practice today. All right, we mentioned this a little bit earlier that the Canadian Football Hall of Fame has inducted its uh, has named its 2022 class uh, that will be inducted next season in the uh, right here at Tim Hortons Field. Of course, if you have not been here, the Canadian Football Hall of Fame is located on the fourth floor of Tim Hortons Field. You can see the busts you can, uh, you can see the artifacts throughout the suite levels as well. Uh, and you can go to the Canadian Football Hall of Fame's website just to check out the, uh, the hours on when you can come down here. And I bring this up because last week, and maybe you've already checked it out, but if you haven't, available now on the Ticats Audio Network, uh, we had a chance to catch up with some of the Hall of Famers. And I had a chance to catch up with Henry Burris, 
And here's just a little bit of that conversation, and uh, I encourage you to go check it out. As uh, Smiling Hank is always a great interview, and uh, it was really great uh, to catch up with him. Uh, but here is how he felt about going into the Hall of Fame this weekend. I mean, I'm not ready yet. I honestly am not ready because, you know, to me, uh, when you talk about true vindication as far as in your career, it's knowing that you're amongst, you know, to me, the true pillars of the Canadian Football League, uh, the men that have left their footprint much bigger than mine as far as in this league to allow me a place to call home and to build my career as far as to continue to continue building my career, you know, from being a young man who, you know, so badly wanted to be a professional quarterback. You know, to know from the from, you know, for me like the Warren Moons, the the Damon Allens, the guys who paved the path for me, uh, the Conridge Holloways. I mean, I can continue on and on. The Matt Dunnigans. I mean, I'm super thankful and and honored, but yet humbled. You know that now I'll be amongst them in the same fraternity now. And that is Henry Burris as I caught up with him last week. As uh, if you haven't already, check it out on the Tigers Audio Network. You can also watch the interview. It is on YouTube. Just search Hamilton Tiger Cats. Find our page. Find our Tigers Audio Network page there as well. I did misspeak before I threw to that clip. I said the uh, Canadian Football Hall of Fame class of 2022 will be inducted next season. Well, that doesn't really make any sense. Uh, they'll be inducted this season. Uh, it will be the evening of September 16th at Tim Hortons Fields, uh, and then there will be a halftime Hall of Fame game with the Blue Bombers here in town taking on the Ticats uh, at uh, the 17th. So uh, two Hall of Fame games this year, which is pretty cool. And speaking of Hall of Famers, I can now say that Glenn Suter is a Canadian Football Hall of Famer, and uh, Suits was on with Bubba O'Neill on a brand new episode of the CFL This Week, which is also available on the Cats Audio Network, wherever you found this great podcast. Uh, that'll do it for us today. We are back tomorrow. Cats final practice before they head to Winnipeg, and we'll have it all for you right here on the Cats Audio Network. I'm Louis Butko. Thanks for checking us out. Hope you have a great day. Tiecast today can be heard every weekday, and we would like to hear from you. Email us at gameday at tiecats.ca. Have a question or an opinion? We want to hear it. That's gameday at tiecats.ca. Subscribe to the Tiecats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.